0: Huh? This is where I realised we should have uh scripted a infro. Um <laughs> oh. oh. okay. so suppose the first thing to say is welcome to the non league nutter matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something was someone suggested we do, so we thought we'd give it a go.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: Let's see where this
1: goes. Yeah.
0: Probably no, but it's a bit of fun at the time. Yeah. Yeah, so um introductions first of all, obviously. Uh, I'm early 30s, so let's just leave it at that. Drop yeah, and in. I'm
1: Andrew, which is uh I'm in my late forties and we're definitely gonna leave it at that.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah, let's just say it's close to draft sector, he's forty.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm in then face. Most of my games are around the Midlands, so I don't know how to make, mainly, and the finality
1: as well. Yeah, I tend to go to non league matches all over the um, South East, really. I'm based in Luton, so I get everywhere around here and uh, just enjoy going to the non league games.
0: Well, no, no, definitely fair. Just in case, the main reason, well, it's not the main reason, but the reason I'm mainly finding the just easier to go to the one where obviously only a country. Being able to take yourself
1: wherever you want to go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, I started off my non league journey when my hometown club, Oxford United, were actually in non league in the early 2000s. So uh, that's Fair. what got me into non league originally. Yeah. Uh, and then I stayed in non league. <laughs> yeah, much better.
0: Much better than uh, the Premier League nonsense. Mm hmm. <laughs> so my involvement London when I started. So purely by chance, in all honesty. Uh, whilst I was at college, decided what I was doing sport and decided not like to do something alongside it. Um actually retired from playing at seventeen, which is quite a young picked up a couple of knocks. Went back, tried to get into it in Sunday League but it was adult Sunday League club for, for football and it was just stupid tackle for me it's a little more interesting. Posted um, a couple of non-league clubs local to, learned to see me. It's been very good. Contacting on of of the British goalkeeper coach and still down contact to me, and that was for the Swansea in, in Swansea season. So eleven you know, mm-hmm. years ago. Um. So yeah, my first taste of non-league football, and as you say, just you never look back. off you're in it, it's just a, it's own little community, and it's a lot better than sounds professional, a lot less toxicity, I think, is around.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of a, more of a friendly atmosphere all round, isn't it? Um, yeah. You have non-league grounds, there's no segregation, everybody just mucks in, it's yeah. all volunteers running the show. Yeah. It's just friendly and uh, and a nice atmosphere.
0: Yes, 99 times out of 100, you do obviously get the odd idiots every now and again, but... yeah you usually find out they've been banned from the local professional club as well or I something like that that makes sense <laughs> um yeah but yeah uh so my involvement which is was to say from then did a year as an apprentice goalkeeper coach of the first team uh then at the end of that first season i finished college and entered the world of wonderful world of work um which obviously due to my age and whatnot it just limited options didn't go to university so i ended up in retail and ended up working at Muriel which is Andrew, you know you work we worked at Muriel together uh, mm-hmm. long shifts nice long shifts nine or nine Monday. To, well we don't obviously work nine or nine but well, sometimes we did um nine or nine Monday to Friday night or seven on Saturday and 11 till five on your Sunday so obviously first job being young you get stuck with a weekend shift so it kind of knocked that on the head so I took a role with the youth team um, is the company I worked for at the time were happy to accommodate me having a couple of nights off in a week to go with the U team so that happened I think I did a season with those and then I ended up at the wonderful company that Andrew works for now because I'm not going to name because I might slag them off in the future so <laughs>
1: I won't name them yeah we'll leave the company name out but no we did work together for, for about Ooh. nine months up in the Midlands and yeah. uh before I moved down Sam but, uh, that's how we met and that's how we decided we both loved non-league football and uh, yep. hence we're still in touch and both non-league nutters now
0: so. yep yep definitely um, well yeah eventually I I moved on from that company in 2019 um, took up a role with a local building society which obviously financed Monday to Friday wonderful football back on the cards um, so yeah I've been involved fully again Really, since the end of COVID, um, obviously we went to the last game together before the first lockdown. Uh, we'll get into that one; mm-hmm. it's quite memorable for a reason which we'll get into. Um, but yeah, then we obviously we had the whole lockdown, and that's when I actually started my my vlog just because I was bored in lockdown, and there was a football came back quite early, and there was a, I think there was an incident with a referee square, not to a player.
1: That might well have I been. I think that it one, was. Yeah. I think
0: that was my first one. I only hear about the things that could be brought in to help the referees out. And I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna give this a go. Um that did well if um helped by the fact we were both doing the I call it Tivid Alpha Wembley because that's what the book was called, but obviously following the first the team from the extra preliminary round to the FA Cup final, um, got a decent following with that. Uh, that got held by the second COVID lockdown. Got to stop in yeah. Um And then... No. I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stick with, you now. I we'll on with it now. We're already there. Um, and sadly, i like, I want to have a although it's fun. And you get to see new places, you don't know where you're going. <laughs> um, mm. It ends up getting quite costly. So Especially if you're not driving, and then trains and whatnot. I remember going to Spalding and I got stuck in Spalding.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, the Spalding trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I remember you doing that one. Yeah, but after that, I can't remember where I was on the day, but uh, <laughs> uh, you were somewhere. You remember, might have been Leamington, yeah. Stratford, somewhere. I think like
0: that. that way. I think it was Leamington because we met at Leamington in the next round.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. So yeah, I spent an afternoon. Well, an afternoon. I got. To the game like, lap because I got stuck asleep. I don't know why there. Another <laughs> train being cancelled, um and then yeah, you finish and there. Oh, yeah, you're stuck in Spalding. That's oh, wonderful. um yeah. But I have to say with that guy, I wasn't planned, I wasn't originally going to Spalding um, because it was expensive. But the chairman was Spalding me and he's now said we will pay for your heat travel. I like, Thank you. So I ended up in Spalding, and we're still gone in. Yeah. Um, but now, then, since the end, the end, end of Covid, I think i just not such a big issue anymore. Um, yeah, I've been pretty much to now all the time. Uh, last, uh, last season, around about Christmas, uh, I was back kind of the coaching staff by Dave King, the manager at the time, as the current goalkeeper, Coach Wayne, had a hernia and put him out actually for six weeks so I obviously took it on assuming it would be temporary uh one day Dave asked me to stay until the end of the season which I did do uh Dave sat down at the end of the season and made way for his assistant Stuart who who's currently in charge um and yeah I'm left my role back to just Wayne. um so yeah so currently I'm chief program seller chief Super Six Maker upper not very successfully.
1: Chief <laughs> uh, General Dogs
0: Body. Said, no, actually, I, I can't, I can't tell that. To all. that's definitely, on. He's a Chief General Dogs Body, But I do what I can to help. Well, I can. But yeah, just for me, Tivadar is one of those clubs. Like I so said, I had to step away for a few years while I was working, and I went back, and it was as if I hadn't gone anywhere. So I don't want. Yeah, to, I don't want to go
1: anywhere else. Yeah, cool. yeah. So you did mention briefly there the last match before Covid yes yeah. yeah. which was quite a funny one wasn't it yeah, <laughs> uh... yeah.
0: Um, Sporting Coulthard in Tibberdale
1: uh, Sporting Coulthard in Tibberdale that's right that's Asprey Arena
0: yeah well, known as,
1: 14 pits.
0: yeah name, name known as the Guardian Warehouse Arena let's get the right name in there before we get changed up for that
1: you wouldn't have known it as willing all A what? You wouldn't have known it as well all towns. No, yeah, no, didn't know it as willin all time. Yeah. No. Was so. was willing all fans. Anyway yeah. <laughs> the incident has gone down in history among our mates as Ratgate. Yeah, Ratgate. And <laughs> basically Was it actually during the match or was it just before the match? I can't quite remember when it was. It was during the match. All of a sudden, there was a 23rd player on the pitch. It was a dirty, great, stinking rat. Well, one of the coaches uh, decided it was a good idea to pick up two of those little um, disky things that they run around with at the Mm -hmm. start of the matches, picked up two of these, managed to catch the rat between them, and then trotted across the pitch, literally juggling the rat from one to the other. Until he could launch it over the fence at the side, yeah. <laughs> and it, it uh, was more entertaining than the match, I think. But
0: um, yeah, other than probably the last ten minutes,
1: yeah, I need mean, been counted through. So that was a
0: that's my thing. Remember, even
1: so was that the one where the ball crossed the line, hey. made a clear imprint on the um on the ground behind the line, yeah. and the goalkeeper scrubbed it out with his foot quickly to, so then the referee didn't give the goal? Yeah,
0: so. yeah, the same was, game. Was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but Calsu really pretty much uh, dominated the thing <laughs> and then Timmy went up, broke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: wondering. Let me just move on to this season. Um, <laughs>
1: But yeah, so that's the sort of entertainment level you get at non league, which is why non league is just fun. So, I've it, also seen foxes on pitches yeah. in non league as well. So, yeah,
0: but even going to the incident where the ball clearly crossed the line, I mean, we were right by the goal, so we could see it clearly. Um, yeah. I, the linesman couldn't quite see it. I'm not sure if there was potential because it was from a corner, there might potentially be somebody on the post lock in his view. But, like you say, internet... I saw
1: another incident with a ball clearly crossing the line. Uh end of last season, yeah. it was a step-seven non-league match. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have um, professional linesmen. They had linesmen. So each team provided a linesman yeah. to run the line. Yeah. And this guy scored from the edge of the area, cracked it off the crossbar, came down clearly behind the line to <laughs> the uh, 100 or so fans behind. It was a groundhopper's weekend, so there was a lot of fans yeah. there. Clearly, it was a world class goal, and um, clearly crossed the line. And the referee said to the linesman, "Did it cross the line?" It was the opposing team's uh, uh guy, and he just said, "No, it didn't." And the referee wouldn't award the goal, which is, and all fairness,
0: the referee Absolute can't ridiculous. see
1: ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, the referee would have been better off asking the bunch the of grade. neutrals that were yeah. stood behind the behind the goal than the clearly biased linesman <laughs> yeah. there we go and that that's the problem isn't it I mean you've watched the
0: one Sunday league game with me and I ended up running the line in that it's yeah, um, yeah. oh yeah I, I like to think I do it fairly <laughs> um, it, for a
1: I think most do to be fair but um, that one clearly was I think most
0: do think some players mm. intentionally team DBS on signs and whatnot, but generally if I And these guys were players, so, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um yeah, it it frustrates me that uh looks out only the only did silver name morning mornings, but you can't give fouls or or anything like that when it's blindly obvious half a yard away from you. Um mm. I didn't want many years you know, and i in the centre, the forward clearly handled the ball to control it, but the referee referee's blindsided, so I put the flag up. And he's like, well, What are you flagging for? after actually score? And I'm like, Well, he's, an- he's handled it. He's like, Well, you can't give that. I'm like, Well, he's handled it. I thought, I can see as <laughs> clear as that he's handled it. He's like, Well, you're not there, yeah. you're there for throwing the corners and sides. I thought, Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Wow. Um, again, I understand it because he's like, That referee doesn't know me well enough to know that I, if that had been new way around and it was defender on the line, he'd seen it, I would have also flagged for the penalty. Mm. And, uh, so I understand yeah. where they come from with that, but I think there's situations like that when he clearly can't see, and he's got somebody who can see it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> should, should take it on board. But then even yeah. when they've got professional linesmen, the referees sometimes will just not listen to the linesmen yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, mm. Sometimes the linesmen have clearly seen something and won't do anything about it. They should flag to the referee and say, this has happened, but they don't. Yeah. So it's it's a mixed bag, it really is. sometimes you get some really good officials. Yeah. But there at the lower levels there is a lot of uh well a lot of uh, lower level refereeing as well, I think.
0: Yeah, um step five at the minute seems to be a hotbed for poor referees. Um they like the sound of their advice isn't it? step five. but step five pushing by. And they're being checked yeah. week in, week out, and it's like don't don't assess them every week because if I they know they're being assessed and don't tell them they're being assessed, when they know they're being assessed, nine times out of ten, they've ruined the game. Um, yes. Yeah. seen it. But um, a couple of things with the Lions actually going back to them for like a system, for reasons to call me, sorry. <laughs> um, so I saw a short on Twitter or yesterday, it, I think it was, um, where the forward and the defender both tracking the ball towards the corner. And it's literally two yards in front of the linesman. And so the defender clearly touches it last and it goes out for a corner. Linesman flags for the corner. Referee points for a goal kick and a line- you can see the linesman saying no. The defender's touched it last and he still gives the goal kick. So it's like, what is the point? What can they do? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. And then the flip side of it. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: The other week, Tim played had Uh 3-3 in the umpteenth minute of injury time as we get nowadays. Uh 2 and it absolutely cleared out inside the box. In all fairness to the referee, his position, it was very close to the edge of the box. He can't see, so you could see. He blew the whistle and looked at the linesman who has just looked at him and just put his arm there to And So he's given the free shake. The players, yeah. the lines and you can see it's in the box and the linesman has gone, well, he's got to ask for me. He's got to ask me. I can't just tell him. He looks here to ask for your help. You just put your arm there yeah. and shrug the shoulders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it could have been worse. It could Madden. have been. Uh, a That's right, and, and, uh, got <laughs> Somewhat
1: out of it, but yeah. I tell you another thing I like about going a non-league though is some of the characters you see in the crowd. Ah, <laughs> right? uh, oh, DME. Yeah, I'd call it crowd. I mean, you couldn't really call it a crowd in some places, but yes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's a bit involved. So... <laughs> Yeah, are you no, we've got mind? the ones, um, the ones that um, attach themselves to you, and you think, "Look, come on, give me a break." And, yeah, uh, yeah. Are you, uh... One of the best I saw was the guy who decided that he was commentating on the game, but he wasn't just commentating on the game; he was his own pundit as well. Stood next to it, so basically, he was commentating and asking his his mate, who was his his self, yeah. what he thought, and he was having a two way conversation, just as one bloke on his own. Um. Yeah. yeah, that was just hilarious to watch. He was obviously enjoying the game, but yeah. uh, it was funny to watch.
0: I do hope one day he goes, what do you think of that? And he goes, I don't know,
1: Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I, do, I do quite easily. I can't even remember which game that was at that, that I saw him, but he was funny. Yeah. So, uh, and then we yeah. had our, our friend at life. Oh, yes, the yeah. guy with his uh, guy with, his, yeah, yeah, with uh,
0: his walker, yeah. Um, yeah. Funnily enough, there um, was a uh, regular activity now for a while, before, uh, again, before COVID. Um, I haven't seen him since COVID, and no one's seen him since COVID, so... He hopefully he's all right. He did seem to have a lot of health issues, so... <laughs> yeah, hopefully uh, he's still with us and doing well, and annoying someone else's wife on the football
1: field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yes, yeah. So into uh it is it is entertaining what you see at these games. Yeah, so. he he
0: certainly attached himself to us that might.
1: He did, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter where we went round the ground, he suddenly appeared with his walker next to us or something. Yeah. Okay. Until we decided to go try and to have a conversation
0: like, here, so. Yeah. So we decided to go a couple of steps up a stand
1: and he couldn't follow us. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of like beat them in the end, didn't it? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the way to do it. it was. Well, yeah. So I think we're going to try some of these um podcasty things when we might actually be at games as well, so we can uh, give you updates on yeah. on games as we go. Some sort of a uh, live football commentary type stuff. So we can certainly give that a go, and also we'll just pick stories that we pick up. In The week from various sources and uh, mm-hmm. run through what we see, yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, not well, sure how the live commentary is gonna work,
1: yeah. No, we did try and maybe record something and put yeah. it together later or something, so
0: yeah. Uh, and swing it to me, sit with this on while the game's on,
1: <laughs> yeah. That might be a bit tricky, yeah. maybe we'll just uh. Maybe we'll just sort of, like, report on them afterwards. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I think we could wind this one up for today. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, call it a wrap. And uh, let's go and sort out of what we're going to do next time.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, we've got a few things um,
1: that we can do. Oh, actually, one Have you got some stories already? You have, haven't you? Yeah, go yeah. on. What have we got in the papers? Uh,
0: is that... I think one of the nice am talk about this weekend is obviously my in the FA Cup.
1: Oh, that's right, next weekend, yeah. Yeah.
0: So obviously some of the
1: lower league teams, well, non league teams, drawing
0: some of the big boys. Um, and the decision to move Horsham's game away at Barnes to a Friday night, which is a twelve hour range. Decision
1: apparently made by the police. Thank you up here, police, yeah. Uh, South Yorkshire Police have decided that uh, for whatever reason, that that cannot be played at 3 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and it's got to move to a Friday evening so Horsham's biggest game possibly even in their entire history and that they've got uh, hardly any chance of getting many fans up there for a Friday evening
0: They reckon they're going to get about
1: 50% of what they were originally going to get Um, Yeah Which obviously affects. I mean, you're talking a four-hour journey without the factor in Friday night traffic. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Um, Horsham have expressed their disappointment to Yorkshire Police, um, but Yorkshire Police apparently said there's no way around this because they were unaware of the game, which. It was famous, yes. It was only drawn two weeks ago, whatever it was. But the first round date—the game Pencil, was the... only
1: drawn two weeks yeah. ago. But they knew that that was the FA Cup first round weekend. They yeah. knew that Barnsley were in it, which meant that they had every possibility of being drawn at home. Yeah. So they could have had a plan in place. Yeah. Anyway, regardless of whether it was going to happen or who they were going to be playing.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I, I believe the reason i giving is due. Uh, their forces stretched due to it being Halloween and Bonfire Weekend, and Sheffield United being at home. We're like, That's fair enough, but there's also a Sunday that you could have moved the game to. But mm-hmm. also decided that wasn't an option for whatever reason. Yeah, um, right. yeah, a bit of a yeah,
1: it's a bit of a bit of a. Bummer for Horsham that one. Yeah, especially but, uh, with them
0: not being the televised game that night, which is obviously that is Sheppy and RG1,
1: it is, not, yeah, really. so that's Sheppey, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Sheppey it? on, on ITV4 on Friday evening.
0: So... Yeah. yeah, and that's, uh, that's okay. against one of my local teams, Warsaw. Oh, well, um, that's
1: right, yeah, yes. Uh, yes.
0: Uh, okay. Could be interesting, but I would like to say, funnily enough, see if I'll have Warsaw, Warsaw next Tuesday night in the Senior Cup. <laughs>
1: That's right,
0: they do, don't they? Yeah, so yeah, that's where I'll be
1: next Tuesday night, hopefully,
0: weather independence. Mm-hmm. We've a uh, good old Steam Storm Kieran, is it, rolling in for the weekend?
1: Yeah, Storm Kieran coming in tomorrow it's night, tomorrow. Wednesday
0: night, apparently. Mm-hmm. So. So, it might be okay for Tuesday, I don't know much hope for Saturday's game, because TV's picture's are already full of water. It wasn't quite waterlogged when I was up there Sunday, but it was holding quite a lot of water in under the surface of the area. Yeah. And, and that's a shame because that's uh, Dudley Town for us on Saturday, which is, ironically, Dudley Town's away game is going to be closer to Dudley than their home game. So, I uh, don't <laughs> have a home game and our uh, grand sharing with Sporting Kelsey. So, they play all the way over in Wilhelmson oh, right. and we play literally on the border yeah. of Dudley. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Cool, right. I mean that's a um I was something
1: well,
0: I'm feeling quite Farnham Town. and Farnham.
1: Being and Town. Yeah, 100% record. Oh, that's right. They're the only team in England now. The only they team Still with a 100% yeah.
0: record. Bar
1: their one loss in uh, the Cup, but we won't get that given it's uh, 10 Right. Day, uh, I might have start. to see if they're playing Saturday then. That might yeah. be my trip for Saturday. They are playing currently.
0: Um, last time I checked they were tuning back for 24 minutes so it looks like they going to continue
1: that 100% record okay good well I'll go and um, give them the curse of death on uh, on Saturday then and see if they can lose so <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. um but I mean 100% record at this point of the season especially for a step 5 club
1: yeah it's pretty amazing isn't it okay.
0: but I, I've looked into it and it looks like they're throwing quite a bit of money at it Um which they're entitled to yes, i right. have got it, but they somehow managed to, to play some step two or
1: step three to come and play for them. Interesting. So, yeah, it Needs a bit of digging there, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, one to keep an eye on uh, no, until they lose that 100% record. <laughs> not to yeah. them, but... Saturday, I told you, I'm going to go and watch them on <laughs> Saturday and that'll do it. As long as it's not 0-0. Yeah, better not be a 0-0. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: there's that, and then uh, also one thing which I found bizarre: Macclesfield, sacking him while he's
1: sitting seventh. There doesn't appear to be any reason for that. uh, I've got the article. What did they give as a reason? He'd lost so many games out of the
0: last so many, and they find it.
1: But they still sat seventh in the league?
0: Yeah, but they wanted to get rid of him and get make a change before the the losses became irreversible, I think,
1: was the words they used. Oh, uh, is um, that what they said? Yeah. They? Sounds um, like it. it sounds like a, just a scheme. They wanted a different bloke in, so they came up with an excuse to do yeah,
0: Funny enough to have a point in Alex Bruce today. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: There um, you go. I mean, that's a step forward. Uh, Steve Bruce is sunny side, so um, Steve Bruce will probably be there in a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was that. Uh, also, saw on
1: Twitter yesterday I think it was or my oh that's right yeah Gloucester, yeah. Gloucester have done all their stuff
0: so, yeah yeah um, it is I understand where the club came from but I think they took a little bit of stick for the following tweet they put under the press in the thread, rather <laughs> than hmm. a separate tweet perhaps yeah. Yeah, for a day later a few hours later or whatever the next day they decided to tweet underneath the original tweet after finishing the original tweet with uh, the kickman's 81 year old mother is currently in hospital still
1: yeah, exactly, yeah, and then to yeah. put in the same thing. Oh, we've lost all our kit, come on, let's yeah. think about Granny first, shall we? Yeah,
0: we've yeah. lost all our kit, like drinks bottles, and whatever these vests are, and I'm assuming they're the ones that yeah. track, track all the running you do. Which is, yeah, fair enough, I understand where you're coming from. It's a non league club, it's not, it's not cheap stuff, it's expected to replace, but maybe not understand yeah. exactly that <laughs> Um no. Yeah, but obviously without. Best wishes to the kit man's mom. Hopefully, his insurance. Oh, yeah. yeah. So out for Best wishes house. to
1: Clannon, definitely. Yeah. 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 And uh, the Classic City have
0: actually you now set up a, a
1: GoFundMe. The um, sort of oh, well, well, they should hit their target for that yeah, pretty no, quick, I should think.
0: They no, were pretty quick yesterday. No, it's not a GoFundMe for the kids, it's a GoFundMe for the kit man. Because <laughs> uh, obviously, oh, right. he's lost oh, that's his, nice. his, his. The damage system to the house is pretty extensive. Um,
1: it looked it, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, so, obviously, that's for the kit, man. Uh, and I saw a number three actually saying the kit provider uh sorted out the glasses for free, so sorted Oh, that's all right. Um, so, yeah, what well, could have potentially been something blow up in the face because it seemed like there would be an it as well. Check by I'll the end. Um. I don't think they were trying to be considerate with the way they put that tweet. <laughs> it's, just, uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate the way they did the it. The way they did it, so. yeah. They should, like I say, potentially yeah. a bit later or maybe on the next day. But I'd say we got there in the end. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want to touch on some of the, the things that Jenny mentioned to us about the worst fans and all that because I've got a list
1: well let's um save that one for the next episode because we're coming up on half an hour yeah so let's cut it there yeah say goodbye to our fans yeah with jenny and melby which we haven't got (laughs) yet but you never know We might have one or two and uh, yeah we'll 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 think of some of those who actually put into the next next message next one along with whatever else is happening in the non-league world yeah i'm trying to think if there's anything else it's
0: Happening now, you know what I mean. We look that. springs to mind.
1: Now I would leave it for this week. I think uh, that will do. And uh, like I say, half an hour is a good good run. Yeah, hundred percent. And going uh, um, to need to
0: get all this up on the internet for everyone to listen to.
1: Yeah, well, have fun with that, and um, we shall talk again. In a week or so, yeah, we'll sort uh, it on. It's
0: convenient. It can't be so out, can't so I'm do next year's out. Yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. uh, well, maybe we'll awesome. make
1: Monday nights one. Then Monday nights are pretty easy, unless you're at a youth game or something. But
0: uh, they do play at home, but I only tend to go over to the cup game because Mondays you know, and Tuesdays
1: okay, with the
0: dog, and probably the other is. way I've worded it. Okay. If you're listening, because that will came like
1: she says I can't go. She doesn't say I can't go. It's he just not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. yeah. Well, we'll record one next week and uh, we'll go from there. Yep, no worries. Okay, yep. and see you next time. See you next bye time. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye.